<laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Um, with me, as always, I'm Tim, by the way, and obviously we discuss movies and all that palaver. Um, <laughs> with me, as always, Julian. Hello. How are we doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank Fantastic. you. Fantastic. Al, how are you? I... I'm so happy not to be watching Love Actually. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that last episode was a bit rough. Well, you know, wasn't it? this is just part of it. You got to. It's part of it. It's yep. the, you got to just you, swings and roundabouts, baby. Because realistically, it's just your just desserts. Because you're the one that initiated that whole look caper. So to be, mm. yeah, and look, I had a great time. Mm. Yeah, it was good. But we're not all here yet. No, we're not. Brad, hi. How Sorry, are you, buddy. Brad. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. You? No, I'm good. That's good. Yeah, thanks. So, <laughs> last week, Julian... I said Last episode. Sorry about that. Um, the 1997 film, The Fifth Element, with our boy Bruce. Ah, uh, Bruce makes a return. He does. Um, with so, hair, too. Yes. Weird. Oh, yeah, actually, that was one thing blonde I noticed. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get to the blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 1997. So, oh, without further ado... Go, go, get it, do it. It's time for History with Brad. Brad. <laughs> I don't know where you were going with yeah, that one. I was trying I. different things. We're getting there, though. Still better than like completely stuffing it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. All right. 97. Uh, what have we got? Uh, the English gave Hong Kong back to the Chinese. That's nice. Um, they basically mm. said, we have used this enough. Burnt it. God. Got nothing out of it. It's yours. Um, on a, a bit of a sour note, uh, Princess Diana was killed. Uh in the car accident. Strangely enough, 1.5 billion people watched the funeral on TV. That's Whoa. a shame. Yeah, I know. That's unbelievable. Uh, you, mother- said, you said billion, didn't you? Billion. Yeah. With a B. Yeah. yeah, with a B. That's crazy. Uh, mother <sighs> Teresa also passed away. Um, on a, a more interesting note, uh, Mike Tyson bit Amanda Holyfield's ear off <laughs> in the middle of a ring. I think God. he also quoted before that fight that he was going to eat his children. <laughs> That's right. <sighs> yes. Moral character, this man. Uh. Um, Steve Jobs returned to run Apple. Didn't really go yeah. anywhere. Um, <laughs> Carlos the Jackal was captured by the French police. Interestingly enough, Bruce, in this film, played Carlos in the, uh, in the movie The Jackal. The Jackal. Yeah, so I thought that was quite interesting. Oh. Um, you would and- remember, Slaney, you're looking yeah. very vague. You would remember The Jackal because of the scene with Jack Black in it. Oh yeah, no, I remember the jackal. I just, I didn't. Is that based on a true story? Like, yeah, is that loosely? He was real. Get out of town. No. Wow, that's amazing. I, I mean, I, I knew. Yeah, anyway, okay, cool. We won't get into it because I could talk about it all day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the first of the Harry Potter books was released. Oh, what a day! Oh, what <laughs> was that really that long ago? Mm-hmm. But oh, we crap. made it, Tim. No, the important no. thing is, we made it. Yeah, we did make it. Yeah, we can now, late, but we can okay. now carry on with conversations with. We other now people. know. We just know. We, now we just know. know. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, the uh, Philosopher's Stone and what was it? Uh, Sorcerer's Sorcerer's Stone, Stone in the yeah. states. Thank you. We're experts on that now. Um, mm. Noted films of '97, big year for films. Uh, Titanic, Men in Black, mm. uh, Air Force One, oh, and the Full yeah. Monty. Oh, yeah. Interesting year, but Academy Awards. Pretty good diversity. Titanic cleaned up, didn't it? Oh, no. no, get out of town. Uh, well, I don't know. They would have been in the year after. True. Yeah. Uh, so sorry. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, it probably did. So um, films nominated all the money, all, all the, the money. money. <laughs> yep. Yep. Still never seen it. Anyway, yeah. um, films nominated uh, this year. Yeah. No, never seen Titanic. Oh, um, God. <laughs> Fargo. Jerry Maguire. 
interesting nomination, but still popular film for best film. Yep. Um, Secrets and Lies and Shine, but the the winner was The English Patient. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, best actors were Jeffrey Rush for Shine and Francis McDormand for Fargo. Man, that was a great. That's a great that, movie. That is a great that film. A, Absolutely, I've never seen it. Never seen oh, it. Man. It's on my list. I so on I studied list. Fargo at school, oh. and people traditionally say like, well, if you studied a film, it kind of ruins it for you, mm. and you never watch it again. No, Fargo is spectacular. It's like me with Billy Elliot. We studied that, and I love that film. Yeah, brilliant. Like I cannot get enough of Fargo. It's Wish so I good. could have studied Revolver. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> getting it out of the way early, boys. Good. Speaking of getting it out of the way early. Sorry, are we done? Yeah, yeah, we're oh. done. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, I'll look you. Are we done? <laughs> sorry, that was really rude. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm Brad. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. It's okay. Um, one of the and how f- much work I put into that? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. So like, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of this film. A fan of this film, right? It's mm. a great film. I'd probably, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to say that probably the four of us are probably a bit of a fan of this film. I think yeah. I'm just, just taking a stab there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some nods. Get ready, get ready. I discovered very early on in this piece, Luke Besson, the director, mm-hmm. written lots of films as well. He wrote this one. Mm-hmm. Guess what he wrote? Didn't he give me, do... Give me, give me a hint. I'll yeah. give you a clue. Yeah, yeah. He did... He fucking wrote Revolver. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> did he really? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so fucking excited right now. <laughs> you know what? My hands Strangely enough, when I Wikipedia'd him, That's that it. wasn't on the list. <laughs> <laughs> So just well, here, boys. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm quitting the podcast. That's my high moment right there. Does this film make no sense then? <clears throat> it. That is. Wow. Hey, let's just put that really? in perspective because I've written down a couple of this guy's pretty big films. So thought. this guy's this guy's just no flash in the pan. So he's done the Big Blue, yeah. uh, the Professional, Taxi. That's one a great. Four. The Professional's good. The yeah. Professional's um, great. La Femme Nikita, Taken One, Two, and Three. Took. Tooken. 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 Taken two should have been called Took. Took. Yeah. And Taken three is Tooken. <laughs> okay, well, so he's done all three of them. He's also done uh, most of the Transporter films. Oop. And mm. he also did Lucy. Yes. Yeah, did and that's what I was going to mention. I'm like, man, drop the ball. I haven't really? seen it. Don't. I don't. don't I like it. Lucy. You out of the library. Well, like Brad, Brad, the <laughs> name of the show is I Love Lucy. Oh, sure. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Oh, uh, really? You act- no, we, we saw it together. I think in my place we watched it. Did we? we? And yeah. we struggled through it. We did too. That's yeah, right. Yeah. We struggled through it. I think it was like, yeah, within the first 15 minutes and she's defying gravity. It's super lame. It was, just, just, uh, yeah, it was just lame. It was awful. Anyway, the fifth element. So this guy's, this guy's done some pretty big he stuff. He knows what he's doing. Wow. And this is, this is up there, I reckon. And also one of the biggest uh, international film earners of its time. Mm-hmm. Like this is a French movie. Yeah. The mm-hmm. copy I have is like Fran- like all the titles are French and oh, stuff. Uh, so it's from Canada. All yeah. the credits. Yeah, I think the one that I watched was uh, Le Cinque Elemento. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so it was Spanish. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the names, a lot of the names of the characters throughout the movie are just, you know, they're not your standard names. Even like the main character, Corbin. You know, like how many main characters have you ever heard with Corbin? And I, uh, it was actually yesterday I watched the film and it was the first time ever that I've actually... I watched it with subtitles mm. and I I realised what all these people's like I'm jumping in a bit, the security officer on the ship, the one that's like he's like I've never negotiated before. His oh, yeah. name is Fog. 
Is that right? Yeah, F O G. His name is Fog, and I'm picking up all this new information about this about Fifth, fifth Element that I've never watched before. Nice. Like, yeah, with like crazy names and stuff. Yeah, it was really mm. it was really good. I am going to say though, because last episode I chose the Fifth Element, I was really excited for it, and I watched the Fifth Element, and I'm like, oh, I'm a bit concerned today, fellas, because I don't know if there's really a whole lot to talk about the Fifth Element. I'm hoping you guys will prove me wrong because I started writing notes and I was a bit like, well, I don't know, like. Is this just one of these movies where we're going to sit here and be like, hey, man, hey, how funny was that bit? And and then that happened. Like, Is it a, bit, a worthy film to be talking about? I'm a bit worried about that too, actually. Like, yeah. I, I, It's funny, though. I, I watched it last night as well, mm. and I was like, this is great, but I, I can't quite pinpoint why. Yeah. And so I'm really interested to hear what you guys think because it's I, what I pinned it down to is it's visually, it's amazing. Oh, it's outstanding. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's beautiful, and, yeah. and what he's done creating this world is stunning. The, the mm. story is, a, it's not amazing. Like, it's a bit loose and yeah. and not huge. I'm like, it's oh, a bit, yeah. It's a bit interesting. It's almost a little bit Indiana Jones-esque. Yes. Ah. I'm at some it's, point. In- well, yeah, I suppose you'd, because it's, it's less of an, I suppose it is an action film, but it's also an adventure film as well. Yeah. I think adventure film is like, I mean, I guess it's labeled as like sci-fi. Yeah. But I mean, there was, I mean, is there any other movie? I suppose, cause it's, you kind of have that feel of, yeah. When you, when, when it first starts, I'm I'm assuming it's based in New York. Um, Yeah, it is. It is is based in New York. Yep. yep. He lives um, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. There you go. So it gives that good gritty feel. You know, like, cause, like, what's what's another movie where they've we're in a city and it's got that gritty feel? It's like you know, like Mario Brothers, and it's like you can clearly see that it's just an old Lincoln Continental, and they've slapped some new hubcats on it to make it look like this, you know, suave, you know, space-looking vehicle. But this is like, you know, obviously they put a lot of money into it's um, oh, so much detail, like in yeah, in every shot. Like, I really like. I'm a huge fan of the like introduction to Corbin Dallas scenes right where you first yeah. see him in his his tiny apartment like his apartment's the size of this room yeah, yeah. it's all that one room yeah it's door at one end and window at the other but all that you know from it's basically from from Lilo escaping mm. through the gold tinfoil which you brought <laughs> up a couple of episodes ago yeah love the love the gold tinfoil <laughs> uh, from sort of that point when she's out in the city walking <clears throat> along the ledge mm you know, all through that introduction of Corbin and the cab stuff, or the car, that whole car chase, there is so much going on, and like is in character development. No, no just like board. stuff just, in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like background attention to detail. Yeah, is, is like New York has been populated so heavily and and so yeah. well thought through. And well, one one thing that I, I, I really liked in talking, I'm glad you brought it up with the attention to detail, was after Lilu escapes through the tinfoil. Um, there's a point where the cop car flies down in front of her and it's like, you know, the, the signs bearing, it's like, you know, get your hands up, you know, we're processing ready. And she's got her hands in the air and her hands are filthy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, there are so many movies that, you know, because obviously the scene from her, you know, in terms of actually filming it, you know, you've got her crawling through the pipe and then you've got her on the ledge. And these are two very separate scenes that are probably filmed, you know, weeks apart and blah, blah, blah. But I love that they went to that point that if you're going to crawl through a pipe, your hands are going to get really filthy and her hands are like filthy as. And I just, I loved it. I just saw it because I've seen it in the past and every time I see it, I'm like, 
that is this tiny piece of detail I just love in this movie because, you know, like, so many movies would just breeze over that. She's made her escape and, you know, whatever. She'd be just It's also one of those things, though, dirty. that because of that attention to detail, you notice it. Yeah. So you notice that her hands are dirty. And yeah. then you sit there and you go, oh, yeah, she just called through a pipe. Mm. Yeah. Whereas so you, she just came through the, the pipe. If she hadn't had the, uh, the dirty hands, you would have missed it. Yeah, absolutely. And this is... I don't know. I feel like sometimes it can go the other way. Like... You know, like we were talking about, we were getting bogged down in a lot of stuff in the last episode about the airport, right? Mm. Oh, and what was that movie? One of your favourites? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and mum, you know, when my mum was in, she was like, yeah, but are you guys looking too much into specific mm. things? I'm like, yeah, mm. we are. But at the same time, if if a detail like that pulls me out of the film, then I'm not thinking about the narrative mm. and the world of yeah. the film that I'm yeah. in. Whereas for... What's the stuff that's going on in the Fifth Element? I'm in 23rd century New York. Yeah, you're like totally and I'm immersed. I'm so in immersed in this world because it's so heavily thought of. It doesn't matter what I pick up or don't pick up, but it's it's all there that just gets absorbed yeah. into my subconscious. And I, oh, I love it. I did that like. Mm, and even even in the terms it. of um, <laughs> even in terms of like the development character, uh, the development of the character of Corbin Dallas, like it's not blatant and just in your face you know it's through a series of the first half an hour of the film all these little things that he does mm. like he's on the phone and he's like you know yeah, I knew you flew he's like how many points you got on your license at least 50 and he okay yeah okay he's gonna, yeah, maybe he's a bit of a bullshit and then he yeah, gets in the car and tells him you've got you know, one point left in your five license or whatever points, yeah. five points yeah like okay so this guy's a bit of a recluse and he's gone through the apartment look for matches and it's there's these little things in his apartment that show you that really develop this character very well you know but yeah but it kind of one thing that made me laugh is i'm like man this guy he's just a typical bruce willis character yeah. so many other movies he's very you know. bruce willis in this yeah. he's very bruce willis <laughs> so yeah. bruce willis except for the blonde hair you know, yeah like, the blonde hair is a bit weird i've never noticed it before actually and it was yeah. again maybe because it was we're drilling it for the podcast, but last night or yesterday whatever it was i was watching it and i'm like i looked at his hair for like the first time ever and i'm like does he does he always have blonde hair? I'm like, and I'm like it doesn't look right. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It could just be just, a part of that. Yeah. Well, didn't. I mean, the female character in it, you know, her hair's bright orange, so maybe crazy Bruce Willis blonde hair is not not so. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's the least of the details we need to be worried about. <laughs> yeah, I think exactly yeah. right. So it's. I mean, you know, with this world building that they do, mm. I love a dirty future. You know, like. Yeah. I've got that written here. Yes. The, the New York is very much like a it's comic like, book Dick Tracy meets Blade Runner. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. like very Blade It's It's a much more colourful... Oh, what am I talking about? I'll stop talking because you just nailed it. Yeah. Dick Tracy, Blade yeah. Runner. Amazing. But Thank what, you, Brad. Like, why is it... Like, I think to myself, why do I like that? You know, why is it so appealing? And I guess that point is... I Yeah, I have a real issue with movies that are set in the future and everything's super sterile and clean. Everyone wears white jumpsuits. And I'm like, it's just... Mm. It doesn't yeah, and feel that's realistic. Blade Runner was the first to really go... Yeah, no, the well, Star Wars... Yeah. And, oh, yeah, Star, Star Wars, Wars was, was the first well. to go dirty. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, the thing I think the thing I like about that whole setting of a dirty city is it's relatable. Mm. You know, go like... Because, you know, city... They didn't all of a sudden just tear down the whole city and go, oh, look, now we're going to wear jumpsuits and everything's going to be white and clean. You know, like it's gives that good feeling of the cities it's an evolution of, of you know wrongs and rights mm. and you know the city's just grown the way it has and it's yeah. gritty as like even like they got the fog I, mean, I don't know what the backstory is but they got the fog, fog 
Yeah, they get you know like nobody lives on the ground anymore. Everyone's living way up in the high because you know they fucked up down there and, and the pollution and stuff. Mm. Yeah, um, getting back to what you just said though, with the the Star Wars references, there's a lot of things that seem like that they're homages or taken from Star Wars. So the fact that um, uh, Cornelius or Bilbo, as I've got him written here, <laughs> yeah. um, dresses like Obi Wan, the mm. spaceships look very Star Wars esque. Mm. There's lots of sort of bits and pieces. A living know, the, Coruscant. <laughs> yeah. and the like you know the jump course. to light speed and thing there was lots of bits and pieces that seemed to be borrowed from Star Wars in this especially yeah. with the space travel stuff and things so like that. it's interesting because I was further down the track when Cornelius pulls out his book to the president oh, yeah. to <laughs> tell him about the fifth <laughs> element does he just president does he just carry that book around with him at all times well, well it, is his, it is his drive in life yeah. so yeah. yeah I suppose but uh, that felt it was interesting and now that you're mentioning Star Wars, I'm trying to work out the difference between ripping off and homage to. Yeah. Because that scene was very, very... It felt homage if in fact a word. Hell do. Homage. We know what you're talking like, about. Yeah. It's a word. To the scene in Raiders where Indy pulls out the book and he's like, oh, this is the arc. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know, and it's these illustrations of the lightning coming out. It's yeah. like really spot on. Yeah. Mm. Well, they are like really similar now to these. Yeah, bit. Like but really it doesn't similar. feel like a yeah, rip yeah. off, right? It's not yeah. like oh, it's that's a, a great it's a hat idea. Tip, Let's do that. Almost. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of that through here. So I said at the start that it, it's got a very Indiana Jonesy feel to it. There's a yeah, lot but, of Star Wars things, and I don't think they're, they're purposely done. I think, but they're literally just a yeah, just a you know yeah. we're recognizing your brilliant work sort of thing. People can't see you. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Silence was Brad. That's really interesting, isn't it? And it's only today since you mentioned Indiana Jones Mm. that I've this is the first time I've ever thought about the Fifth Element as an adventure film. And now that you're mentioning that book, I'm like, I mean, you you never know. He could have been sitting there watching Indiana Jones and watch Star Wars, and then went, man, I've got to combine these two and. Yeah, this well, I love such... this bit and I love this bit and well, it's, the, yeah. it's the historical yeah. nature of the temple and yeah. the, the the fifth element and all that sort of thing kind of immersed in this futuristic I mean, I mean you know those stones they, they belong in a museum uh, <laughs> but that's the thing a little bit of a uh, no. little bit of a screen play you know change and things and probably could have been an indie film yeah, yeah. you know true so a little bit of a story change but like yeah it still comes to that, back to that thing where I'm sitting here going you know what I love the movie and it's great but how much can I really talk about it like yeah, why do I love this film so much like you I think El, you said it earlier like, what is it about this film that makes it so good what do we it's, think about the aliens which which ones the, the, you've got the Mondichuan or whatever they're called I think it's the, the Mangalores Mangalores yeah. were they the kind of pig looking yeah. They were the ones. ugly ones. It's a bit racist, Tim. They're, they're their own culture. <laughs> I can't help what they look like. I'm, Actually, I'm sorry. they can. They can change their form. <laughs> but what is yeah. the... Uh, so Sirius Black <laughs> says to him... Um, Sirius <laughs> <laughs> Yes. He actually says to him, it's like, don't do it. Is it in that weird accent that he's got? He's, you know, don't don't try to be something that you're not. Be yourself when yeah. they, you know, he Show shakes out face. of it. And yeah. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. This, was, this was my introduction to Gary Oldman, this film. Okay. Um, yeah, me, me too. Actually, yeah. you know what? I'm I'm not terribly sold on Gary Oldman. He's quite. It's something yeah, about him. in general or in this in the in fifth general. Element? Really, in I general. love Gary Oldman. There's something about him. I don't know. Ooh. There is something Ooh. there. Shock the podcast. Well, I know. On. I can feel the floor shaking. You know what? I mean, what? Because we both agreed that we weren't too keen on his serious black. Mm. Yep. His commish. 
I like Pretty skimish. Yeah, that's probably the. That's probably Gordon. That's probably the. I think certainly in Batman Begins. Correct. Yeah. Great. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't, hmm. I'm trying to think what else he's been in, but. Well, he's in The Professional. He's in Leon yep. The Professional. Mm. Is he? Uh, yeah. He's the drug dealer. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah with yeah. the dreads. I, and I reckon I'm going to watch that oh, tonight. Yeah, he is too. Yeah. Really so what good. did we think about him as... What's his name? Zorg. 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 I love him. Emmanuel Zorg. I love him because he's quite panto again. He's very panto. Like, I love yeah. a panto bad guy. Panto? Yeah, like pantomime. Like, oh, right yeah, over yeah, the top. Yeah. I love the bit where the oh yeah yeah, exactly. yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. I love the bit where uh, Bilbo says to him um, you know you're a monster and he goes <laughs> yeah yes. thank you I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> there's a yeah. yeah but there are there are a couple of things like the one you know he, he goes oh but a real cold blooded killer would have asked about the red button and they press oh. the red button and explodes oh. and there's the shot that's clearly like we have one take at this. Mm. Oh um, yeah, the big fireball and the coming big out fireball, and yeah. he doesn't flinch. He doesn't move, and I'm like, yeah, you're a badass. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's proper bad guy. Point. What's yeah. with the elephant in his desk, though? Yeah, yeah. I, actually, that? I was actually I was less questioning the elephant in the desk and more worried about the circus music that he has playing. There's a lot of <laughs> so I wrote. There's a lot of goofy shit that comes out of that desk, yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's what is like, like and not- set it like 300 years in the future, and CDs fly out of it. Do they? <laughs> yeah, Mate, but it kind of. Well, this is this forever. is this is the faxes in Back to the Future type thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good point. Yes. So it's like, what's the future going to look like? Faxes. Faxes. <laughs> faxes and CDs. We're going to have now. faxes everywhere. <laughs> and the uh, the primitive form of internet and computer that uh, that Lilu is looking up the mm. history of the world on. Oh uh, yeah. I I have an issue with that because she types in like war. W, I'm fairly certain. I've, I learned about the W, and it's way down the end of the alphabet. Yeah, because she, pretty... she was working through the alphabet. Yeah. Very quickly. And at so one point, she says, oh, I'm up to V. V, right? So she's up to V. Yeah. Now, she oh. looks up, you know, she when she sees the, the atomic bomb, uh, or, you know, nuke, or whatever you, whatever you prefer to call it, those come before V, if you want to... You know, like, one of the first things she would have discovered would be atomic, atomic bomb. bomb. And it's only now when she types in war that she discovers this. Like, you know, she's learning our entire history. Maybe it's seeing it all in context. She's seen that's the bomb, actually... but she's never seen anyone use it against someone else. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what my partner Katie said as well. She's like, Bada oh, you know. Boom. Bada boom. Bada boom. <laughs> so she has said the same thing. You know, it's like, yeah, she's seeing <laughs> it all together. So. Bada big boom. Exactly. <laughs> bing, big bada boom. Bing, bing, ba- big bada boom. Yeah. Uh, getting onto that. <laughs> the, uh, the language that she speaks... Uh, apparently they worked for months and months and months beforehand on yeah. this. She nails that. It's awesome. So, I she love, absolutely I love nails language. it. It's it is awesome. so good. I was watching it last night. I think we all watched this last night. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, I watched the first it this morning. Thing, <laughs> nah, number look. one on my list is that she nails that fake language. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely nails it. Yeah. Because weren't they, yeah, they, they spent months just like coming up with new sentences like practicing and practicing that. Yeah, just other. brilliant. I, I'm curious to know if they did, what's she actually saying? Words. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, in her, if they made up this language, made up sentences, like she probably, know. you know, she's filmed the scene with. Uh, you know, I don't think they Bruce. went into like you know the Lord of the Rings, Elvish, and created oh, an entire they, language. Well, I think they, but they did, didn't they? Get really, they were talking to each other. Director, what's the director's name? Luke uh, Besson. Luke guy, Besson. Luke Besson. Besson. And, and and they eventually uh-huh. got married. He they did. So too. Luke Besson was married to Plava Laguna, the diva, yeah. the diva, yeah. and then left her, which is. Pretty totes awkward. This is this is a bit love actually in the middle of this film. Yeah, and love, love and actually on the set Jill. of yeah. You know what? Is, speaking of love actually, oh. sorry, I, I'm sure you're about to tell me something great, but I got to talk about love actually. Can, it's we, actually. can we rename it to like not actually love? Not actually love. Okay, so speaking of not actually love, and that's good that you say that because 
this the whole movie the big finale you know you have these four elements and then uh, the fifth element is love I guess mm. I don't know Corbin Dallas falls in love with Lilu and in reality has really only spent yep. maybe three hours with her it's because she's hot he falls in love with her cause yeah because she's, she's hot like he sees her you know oh perfect woman. no no I mean, she's is... not hot she's perfect yeah uh, the, yeah but the thing with you know this this time watching it being Bruce Willis being Bruce Willisy. He's just a bit of a creep. I'm just... He's so creepy. <laughs> just like, oh, hey, baby. Yeah. yeah. And he, like... Ki- like, she's like, out cold, sh- and he's like, fuck you, yeah, I'm going to sneak a kiss. Yeah. That's just... Mm. And then later, he's like, shouldn't a kiss? I'm like, damn right, you shouldn't have kissed Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that's it. I was, but really, I, mean, I was really uncomfortable with him just kind of slagging all over her, just mm, pushing, mm. pushing himself on her almost. I suppose it was good that he learned a lesson from it. Yeah, he nearly got you shot. Know, he he's... nearly got shot in the head. She's holding a gun to his head. Yeah. And she's yeah, like, she you know, says, not without my permission. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly right. So yeah. there's that. But that. But did I, he learn from it? The lack no, of No, he did. The... Well, he got her in the end, didn't well, he? Well, she's just playing hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, oh, playing a bit, are we? Little maybe, bit, maybe. Bit <laughs> maybe. But that's yeah. it. That's just, that, it just made me so awkward, like, thinking that, wow, you know, like, the, the fate of the earth is coming down to, you know, the whole love thing, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, she's like, Tell me, tell me, but it's like, well, yeah, says, why should I? Why should I save? Yeah, all right. this. And he's like, because he's like, I love you, and like, yeah. In reality, they've only spent about three hours together. Like, the movie is set over a couple of days or whatever, but they're not actually together very long at all. Mm. It wasn't convincing. It's no. not convincing. So it's but- interesting. Uh, this fascinates me because it's a lot. You can like get away with it more in this kind of film. Is it because of the context? Because they're in this high stress, yeah, crazy scenario. Very it's not just two people meeting on the street or in a bar. Hmm. Three yeah. James Bond thrust together, kind of. You know, it's very much Annie and and um, and Jack Traven from. I was just going to say that. Speed. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah. falling in love from a disaster uh, scenario yeah. type, and, and it was a very James Bond ending. Yeah. Where he looks through the thing, oh no, sorry, busy, can't go in there. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Whereas when you compare that back to not actually love, <laughs> when the whole film is based on that, like when you blow it out to a whole film, yeah. And and look, to be honest, that's an issue. Like the fact that we can watch the Fifth Element and not have such a problem. It is isn't with it? that relationship. It's like oh, it's you know boys club action. Yeah, exactly. It's not the main part of the story, but Connie's and yeah, it, you know the, the story would have been the same without it. Like if mm. he hadn't you know got the girl in the end, it wouldn't have made any difference. The story would all be mm. like, hey, cool. Story. Does this film does pass the Bechdel test? Does it? Yes. Oh, uh, alright. <laughs> that's there are more. There are more than only for, just only just there are two women in it, uh, and literally only two women in it. Lilu and the diva. Yep. And oh, the and the diva's mate, the diva's handler. Mm. What about in fact, Corbin's it involves mum? her. It Corbin's involves mum. her. Corbin's mum. Corbin's mum. Sure. But the the diva's handler talks to Lilu and and talks to her about the stones. Yeah. Not about another dude. Gotcha. Passes wow. the test. That's- we were trying to work out. We we forgot to do it last week. So we did you did you end up working out whether or not I don't not actually love. I don't think it does. I don't think it does either. We'll we'll have to. I should have looked that up. You better if you want to rewatch that for us and let us know. Yeah, I'll just uh, give it a quick rewatch. <laughs> That'd be great. But that's I mean that's pretty crazy though. Now the whole film, this is what it's one sentence. Is that yeah for it to pass the test? For it to yeah. pass the test, like this one sentence. And if a film thing. like The Fifth Element can pass, that's not. There's no excuse. Yeah, 
and yeah. a film like Not Actually Love doesn't pass. Yeah. You, know, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. see my issues. No, I do. I yeah. don't. No, absolutely, absolutely. You see why I got so heated last week. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, uh, I'm curious to know... It's funny. I'm actually curious to know Timmy's because I kind of reckon... I know how you'll feel about it. What do you reckon of uh, Chris Chris, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Tucker's? I, I, I was just about to say this. I'm like, what do you, I want to know <laughs> what do you, you yeah, guys think. I want to know what you, Timmy, because I, I already know uh, what the answer is. Let's go, Timmy. Do you love that character, Timmy? No. I. Um, my partner found him hilarious. Oh, yeah? Joe, yeah. Um, but, nah, he annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's exactly what it's I was just, It's say. the high-pitched right, voice. Then. And look, okay. I understand, and I thought some bits were funny. Yeah. But as okay. a general... I'm going to take you back a bit. That role, he plays that role exactly how it was meant to be played. That role was written for Prince. <laughs> yeah. And Prince was meant to play that role. In okay. the last minute, he pulled out, and Chris Tucker went... I'll do it. I'll do that. I would Jumped have in. much rather Prince. Well, well so, unfortunately, it's not. Well. <laughs> I've got written here: Chris Tucker, A one, top shit. Love so, him. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely loved him. I've gone on a bit of a roller coaster with this role, and I was super keen to find out what you guys thought. Because at the start, I was in your camp team. I'm like, what the hell? This is really annoying. Some of the little like squeals he did, I thought were hilarious. Yeah. But I'm but, so on board with this performance because yeah. it's. It's insane. Oh, look, right? I think like, completely Do not mental. get me wrong. His performance is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Right? His performance is great. He does nail he it. He just annoys the shit out of me and I just... The character? Correct. Yeah, right. Mm. Which, if it's probably meant to do that, I suppose, in a way. Well, probably because Corbin Dallas, he's he's like hating on Ru- Ruby Well, Rod, it, it puts Ruby you Rod. in the position of Dallas, right? Yeah. So... It puts you in his position of how in your face and annoying this guy is when he's trying to do something else, but he's forgetting that he's playing the role of a contestant that's won this. Yeah. Well, and it's also I feel like it exemplifies the that the rest of the world is happening and how sort of colourful and you know crazy the current twenty third century is that we're living in, mm. and then the severity of this quest that they're on. Like he's actually just here for this job and he's got to do this because the. Ho- like mm. people don't understand that the, the the yeah everyday life is still continuing. He's a yeah. bit, he, you know, like, he would he would fit in really well in the Hunger Games. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the yeah, capital yeah. with all those other weird. I love a bit oh, yeah. in, out of it at right at the end, uh, or when they're not right at the end when they're just leaving the uh, the planet, and he sits there and he's still got his mic on, he's still live, and he says. I think this was my best episode. Yeah. The best show so, I ever did. What the hell else have you done that this is not your best episode? My when, God. <laughs> when it got to the point where it was clear that he was still live, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Because I was like, well, everyone's still listening to all this yeah. going yeah. on. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's literally like the president is back in his office just listening to the, the radio. He's got the speakers. He's got the speakers. Literally on the just, just listening going, to the radio. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's crazy. Um, you can tell almost straight away that this is not a Hollywood film as well, just by lots of things. You, it's got there's something a bit different that doesn't reek the standard format of Hollywood films. So I've written down here that I'm not going to say I watch a lot of French films, but I like French films. I especially like French comedies. They're really mm. they're really different to anything else. Mm. Um, there's a great movie called uh, Tais Toi. If you ever want to watch that, it means shut up. <laughs> One of the funniest films I've ever seen. But anyway, and but they do it very differently. And straight away, I picked that this wasn't a Hollywood film. I picked it as a Euro film. I didn't know it was a French director until last night. Mm. So it was really soft light through the whole film. Very yeah. almost like Alien. You know how there's lots of soft light and Alien sort of. It's all artificial. Seems a bit weird. The mm. thing I did notice though, which I went back and watched the first part of it again this morning. 
every single speech scene is a close-up. Mm. It's a like literally from a, a torso up, if not even closer, close up. Every single bit. There's hardly so you're, any. So you're saying whenever someone's, you know, just any any kind of dialect, any kind of conversation, film. any mm. dialect, it is a close up. There is virtually no pullback at like actual big scene shots. They're all full on, so, you know, so no one, so, close up. So no one had to wear pants. Pretty much. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. exactly right. That's ro- right. What is that? Robocop style when he filmed heaps of the scenes without pants on because yeah. they were too awkward. Yeah. So if one, you watch this again, you'll notice it. His underwear. <laughs> I picked it up for the first time last night. It's literally, it's close up after close up after close up after close up. There is hardly any talking scenery shots. They'll yeah. pull back when there's no one talking. Someone speaks, whoo, close up. Wow. So I was I was reading a bit about the uh, Luc Besson and what he he really likes to so in sort of standard film convention you put an establishing shot in right you show you show the audience where you are and then you get in closer to find out what's happening where yeah. you are right Luc Besson likes doing it the other way around so you just go straight into the action yeah. of whatever's happening and then you cut to the establishing shot right at the end the two perfect examples of that I can give you in this film are um, the scene with the Chinese takeaway guy. Oh yeah, when he's at the you know he's mm-hmm. at the window and he's like, oh you're fired and oh well you get <laughs> you me are fired. You think that Corbin's <laughs> at his shop? Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. and then that that very last shot, like even he pulls away from the window, but then the very last shot is this really wide shot of New York with with the guy in his yeah. junk ship. So that was the first one. The other one. And I, oh, I was like, I could have paused. And in fact, I found an image. I oh, might have been posted to up hear this because I could just stare at it for ages. It's as the shuttle takes off. They do all this stuff around the shuttle, and there's this whole crazy sequence. I found the sequence, the refueling sequence, mm, yeah. like crazy. There's so much going on. It intercuts with the, with the between bugs and the sex scene. Yeah, and like, it yeah, intercuts yeah. between all this different stuff. All of a sudden, Lilu knows English now. Like, there's heaps going on. Yeah, but this all builds up. To this one final shot of the shuttle taking off, and you get this majestic view of the Manhattan skyline oh, yeah, and the surrounding boroughs, yeah. and you see that the oceans have dropped way off, and people have built way down. The Statue of Liberty's out there on its own. Really? Uh, yeah, it's so I've never it's looked at beautiful. it. Beautiful, and like the digital tech, you know, is a bit loose now. Yeah. Like yeah, it great. doesn't quite hold up. You can up. see the, oh, but it's you can 97. see the cell around the uh, yeah, but the thing as it it's takes off and- just it creates this world or it shows you the world that's already there happening in the background yeah. that you haven't seen yet and sort of places the scene you've just seen yeah, yeah. into a context. It was really cool and I, it was the first time I noticed it in this film and I'm keen to go back and watch mm. Definitely some post other Poisson stuff. I'd love to see that photo. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, that mm. screenshot Definitely. Of it. And it's got, um, I think the scene you're talking about and it's got like, so where the, the ship takes off, there's the <clears> airport <throat> sort of hub right next to the... Um, Statue of Liberty and it's got Welcome to New York on a big sort of like mm, scrolling, scrolling thing. thing yeah. yeah yeah, I like that mm. that's a good shot too but if yeah. you like zoom in like I was trying to find uh, the two towers you know because oh, they're always yeah, like a standard yeah. landmark of New York mm. and you kind of can't make them out because the city's like grown grown so much around them, them. Mm. yeah, yeah. That's the scene that you're talking about, though. Just before the shuttle takes off, do you not? You don't like that scene? Like you? No, think it's a bit... it was just no. It's not that I didn't like it. There's, I was just, I'd noticed it this time. Yeah. And how much was going on? Like, yeah. Even just in that refueling scene, right? You've got the Ruster guy, just doing his job, <laughs> yeah. and his mate, and he's 
Bring in the heat, man. <laughs> we need some heat. You're right, and they're like parasites. They're like, oh, the parasites are right. Get in the heat, guys. So those three blokes come in and they all jump out. And mm. like, there's so much the going on. Plutonium canister. Yeah. And, puts in the new it, one. and it was cool. Like, it was yeah. that whole, it's that whole proof that Luke Besson has sat there and thought about every little detail of this world. Yeah, that's what it's like. just getting like washed And he over. relates back to lots of things. So he sets up so much stuff without you knowing it and then you know you think back to it so you know the whole getting the cigarette with the ridiculously long filters and <laughs> him looking in the pack and seeing only there's two matches left and he uses one and yeah. you don't think anything of it but then later on you go and you see him pull the matches out right at the end and you go match. Oh, he's only got one left yeah. and a bit where with the rodents where they're cleaning them out with all the fire yeah. and then they say oh you know there seems to be a rodent in the, yeah. in the vent and then he's like, oh, Bil- Bilbo falls out of the vent yeah, yeah, upside yeah. down I suppose there's there's not a whole lot in, of useless things like you know going back mm. to um, love not actually you know that, that was a movie where you know I was saying that we could man you could cut out so much useless crap out of this film you could lop off the fat it's just it's just not necessary but in this film I suppose you do more basically fat <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> um, everything in this film is is pretty relevant I guess. Uh, yeah, in, in some kind of way, like I can't really think of any scenes in this movie that I'd that I'd cut out because they're not necessary. Nothing seems but... to go too long. So even the car chase didn't go forever. It seemed to go for just the right amount. Yeah. And, the, and even the information that you got from that car chase was well done. How and... that when he's getting chased by the cops at the yeah, start? Yeah, at the start. How yeah. is he not still getting chased by the cops? Yeah, you think that? they would have checked his license plate? They did. They did. But he I think... had a jammer. It, oh, yeah, I think he has the jam a bit. Okay, because when because I'm thinking <laughs> getting like, back to it, attention I'm, to detail. But yeah. I forgot about that in terms of why are the cops kicking his door down. But I'm, I'm pretty sure well, they that did. They, uh, yeah, but that was that was for uranium smuggling. That, that was, was different. They got the yeah. other guy. So there's the so Zorg's uh, little offsider guy. Yeah, the one that gets blown up in the airport ultimately. Yeah, he calls the cops. Now this is one thing that actually kind of bothered me because. So the cops come into the Corbin Dulles' building. Someone's already switched the tag. The cops grab this other guy. Lelou switched the tag. Was it Lelou, was well, it? Well, you see, she the, turns up. Could have been the priest. She pulls the tag off the front. Mm. Cool. One of them. Tension to do. But anyway, they, so they, they kick this door in and they arrest this guy. But then the cop is like, hey, yeah, we got him. You know, we got him for your name. You know, we got him. Thanks for the tip off. And it's just like some dude called. It's basically what is happening in this scene is if I called the cops up right now, Got on the line with them and said, "Hi, coppers. Uh, you know my next door neighbour is smuggling uranium." <laughs> Hi, coppers. And I and I kept <laughs> right here. <laughs> Oi, copper. <laughs> right. But I stayed on the line. So if they went there right now, I would stay on the line. Stay on the line. They kick the door in. They arrest him. And then the cop proceeds to tell me, Joe Citizen. <laughs> hey, great. Thanks for the tip off. We've just arrested him. I'll be like, great. Thanks for the help. Thanks. You know, like. It was, it was just awkward as, you know, like it was like the cop calling this random citizen guy back and saying, you know, thanks for the tip off. He's just been arrested for uranium smuggling. Like, it no, just see, we've had be- that. We, um, I was with some mates in the city. That were smuggling uranium? No, there's no uranium involved. <laughs> um, if you know what I mean. So we were heading out and the one of my mates who was sitting in the middle had just had his car stolen the week before and we saw it in the city. <gasps> Get out of town. So we start following him. We're on the phone to the cops and blah, blah, blah. And so we're directing the cops and eventually, like, 
there was no real need for communication, but we stayed on the line. Yeah. Until they said, "Oh, we've got him now," and and then we drove past them as they were arresting him. And, oh, that's outstanding! Real yeah. life Boom. example. So there you jewels. go. Yeah, it does but, happen. All right, but would they get a SWAT team and kick in a door and I, you know, start oh, maybe not for car theft, <laughs> but uranium smuggling, probably, probably. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> but hey, they're yeah. probably still following the same checklist of customer service. Well, uh, that's, yes, that's a good point. You know, no, <laughs> just. <laughs> A, a, I don't know why, but a scene I really dig is the. <laughs> Did the cops remind you of Judge Dredd? Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. But there's a lot they of things were, in this that are very. Getting back to the not actually love, they were all fat. <laughs> all the cops were massively overweight. they're all fat. They're all massive dudes. They were eating, all massively overweight. Mackers all of them, yeah. D- d- two nah, orders. I really yeah. liked. I really Definitely liked too The guy. <laughs> The guy who's waiting outside his door. Oh, with the thing oh, on his head. Oh, that guy. <laughs> oh, I don't know what. What's that guy? What's that guy? It's a nice guy. It's okay. You keep it. Like <laughs> I don't need it. I don't know what that scene was, but I really liked it. Like it was weird. But I suppose it's, it's, it's good because it's not... You could go, oh, is it a useless scene? It's a great scene. Like, it is, it's funny as, right? But you go, is it a useless scene? But it's kind of not because... One, it establishes how much of a badass Corbin Dallas is under a tense situation. You've got a guy yeah. pointing a gun in his face, and he's just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I haven't like, loaded it, man. But And it also shows, like, you know, crime is still rampant. It comes back to that whole, we don't live in this perfect yeah. utopia future. Like, crime is still rampant, and there is still bad shit going down. And, yeah. There's, um, there's a lot of good in that, though, in that scene. Because he opens it. the door, and, like, you see the guy lift his head up, and he says to him, it's like, how long have you been waiting? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and and he's then, like, long enough, long, long enough, yeah. give me the cash. <laughs> and then he grabs the gun oh, off him shit. and he this thing drops out of the ceiling. Oh, and he's got and so it's just full of all these other guns. So it's like a weekly occurrence or something. Oh, man. That's great. Uh, and that's, that's one of those it. things I've seen. So many people reference that scene as well. It has really nothing to do with the film other than maybe setting up a character arc for, for Corbin. But so many people... Adds, I yeah, adds so many people subtle. love that scene right. of like, the guy with the thing on his head. Yeah. Mirror, well, go, it just adds back. to subtle backstory. So yeah. going, going back to some of the movies we've talked about in the past, we, what did we have? We had old, yell, old yelling old lady or something out of... Uh, uh, Ancient Boer. Ancient Boer. Ancient Boer. What's this guy's title? Oh, let's have a look. You know, if you, Brad, if you want to dig <laughs> it up, up it's got to be I've like... I've got my phone this week. Hallway hat guy. But that's it. Even a that's scene a- like that is, is, you know, it's a great little scene. You know, you could say, does it need to be in a film? I kind of say, yeah, it does Well, need to be I think that the, the whole basis of it is to set up the fact that he's not just a taxi driver. He's not just a taxi Yeah, he's, exactly. a, he's a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a line in this movie. Actually, it's funny because I never really notice people delivering lines poorly. And it, but there's. Oh, did you not watch Love Actually? <laughs> Love oh, not come actually. on, guys. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, but no, see, that was like a I've got a holistic, a holistic pour, you know, like. But no, like, two, there's two lines in this film that actually bother me. And damn it, I can't even remember what the first one was. Now it was in my head. The second one though is the the priest when they discover the bomb on the door, and he's sitting there going, he's supposed, to, he's trying to say it's a bomb, and he's like, it's a, it's a, it's, and it just shits me every time I hear it because it's like. Man, like you are forcing this line. Like yeah. I don't mean to nitpick your acting skills right now, but it actually bothers me. I can't even think of another film where a line annoys me like Ooh. that. But that line, cool. when I hear him say, he's going, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like it just annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, I can't remember what the other one was though, which bothers me because it was in my brain two seconds ago. But whatever. I love it how there's these, there's always these little things that bother you. Oh, I'm, I'm, but I am very much uh, an attention to detail kind of guy. 
like and and it goes back to what you were saying earlier l about like what you know, why do i enjoy um this new york this gritty new york mm. and i'm like oh you know because i like the details i, I like the details when when a movie just again i'll go back to the whole you know the white suit everything's a perfect utopia to me i'm like there's no real good detail there you know you got sponsored by slazenger and they gave you some white acrylic suits and like yeah you're great whatever <laughs> um <laughs> not acrylic you know but it's just there's no detail like i suppose when you do that in a movie and obviously it's got its place but when you do that in a movie, you are eliminating detail because everything's just bland and perfect. Whereas I really enjoy it in this film, and it's like I like these little yeah, details. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like like uh, my my standard example is um, two thousand one, right? It's, oh yeah, it's the very like utopia future, very stark and clean and perfect. Yeah. But I think there's still heaps heaps going on there. I would my the the one I'm coming back to. It's a remake film. Uh, with the one I'm familiar with, I've never seen the original, but The Island with yeah. McGregor, right? Yep. And obviously, that progressing on, like there's you know, obviously a lot of grittiness and, and other things in the movie, but that whole perfectness world, like I've seen it in a lot of movies where, you know, everything's just supposed to be perfect and it just, it just shits me. Like, and I believe, I just feel it takes away from the detail. But I mean, maybe that's because, you know, in, instead of playing with, I don't know, aeroplanes as a kid, I was playing with Tonka trucks in the dirt, so I relate. It's it's relatable. I think in such it's a way. Yeah, the difference it's, with the island is that it was a manufactured. That's that is existence. true. Yeah, yeah, like it absolutely. was a, a quarantine existence. Is it it wasn't uh, the yeah. world. Logan's Run. Yeah, was that yeah. The, Logan's Run. I think that's Logan's Run was the original. Logan's Run. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yes. Uh, I can't even remember what you were looking up, Brad, but I'm curious. Um, what no, I, I I can't find him. Um, there's oh, a lot oh, of people yeah. in here that are police chiefs. There's a guy oh, classed yeah. as Hefty Man. Hefty Man. Oh, See, I want to know who Hefty Man is now. Golly. Yeah, yeah. Hefty but, Man. Um, He's got to. Be, it's got to be like one of the people in like uh, the opera scene, you know. Don't know. Don't know. Anyway, mm. um, I heard a, a a YouTube video. Oh, sorry, I saw a YouTube video of a of a woman actually singing that diva yeah, song. I saw that. It's a it's an actual song. Yeah, like, you know, it wasn't written for the film. Mm. Yeah, but it's like obviously doing doing it the the Fifth Element way, yeah. uh, with the whole crazy you know pitch shifting of her yeah, voice. It was oh, blew me away. How do we feel about the stones being in her? What's I'm a little the weird deal with, that. with this? They're quite sizable stones. They're massive stones. Now she's very she's, much not human. She's <laughs> tall as, but there's What's, not. Uh, maybe her innards are a little different to us. You'd have to assume. Um, found him. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, you got it. Yeah, he's classed as mugger. Oh, oh that's a shame. what a letdown. Well, he will forever be known as hallway hat guy in my heart. Yeah, um, yeah the whole stones. Now, the the, the the issue I have with that is like, how was she going to give them to? Like, has she got foresight and she knew yeah, she was if she get hadn't shot? if she hadn't been shot? How is well? Maybe she just sacrificed herself at the appropriate time, or she goes to the toilet and. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to pretty awkward... much put it out there that she's probably going to get him out the same way she got him in. Yeah, however that was, Taking we don't know. smuggling to a whole new. She level, is an alien. Right? Maybe they have orifices that we don't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's got like a pouch. I don't know. I, I'm Something, guessing that. I, I mean, because she knew that. Lilu like was there idea. around the corner in a pouch in a pouch yeah, it's, like a good, it's a good point because it's not like she actually gives any real clear instruction in terms of where how to exactly get to them but she says they're, they're in me 
Yeah. In me, and then reach for the pouch. Good luck yeah, if with somebody that. if somebody said, "Oh, you know, like <laughs> oh, in my pouch." Let's Ooh. say hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> so when Bart tries to get in that kangaroo, yeah. 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 it's slimy. <laughs> All right, hypothetical. You're walking down the street. You for some reason you need this guy's I don't know car keys, right? <laughs> you need this guy's car keys to drive. Someone to the hospital to say, whatever. I'm so stage. worried about where this is going. <laughs> but the guy all of a sudden gets shot in the stomach. Now, for some reason, you don't panic. And you're like, where are the car keys? Where are the car keys? And the guy's like, in me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need your car that bad. Would you? <laughs> I'll take the bus. Uber. <laughs> if you were super uh, the desperate. Bus, the bus schedule is also in me. <laughs> <laughs> Would <Damn> you? <laughs> <laughs> I love that bus It jumps bridges <laughs> so, I'd like to think oh, It's man. just how she carries stuff Right So oh. when she goes to the supermarket Like would you like a bag No no, no don't worry yeah, go on. And like <laughs> ingests it <laughs> <laughs> I like to think carries, There is Just carries the wheat home I like really. to think There was a much cleaner way Of getting them out And he's just gone <laughs> He's like the ripping it oh. But oh, It's so brutal you know It's crazy Oh, yeah, I, I was. It's funny because I look at her and I'm like, "Where does her? Because she's all blue. Her blood's blue. Like everything's blue. She's wearing a blue dress. I'm like, I wonder where the body yeah, starts. I and often the dress wonder starts. that. I was like, like uh, what's clothing and what's what's skin? alien? But, I mean, these are things that aren't. Uh, you know, we're really pressing the hard topics here. You know? I, love <laughs> just, I love it when she came in and it was just you could just see her eyes. Yeah, like, she had like a burqa on. It was cool. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. And then really... then she's on stage and I was yeah. I she was, was tall as yes. Now, look tall as. Like okay. I'm saying, this you know we could we could sit here and rattle off the scenes that we love all day. We, I think that's kind of what we do. We're like, yeah, it's a good scene, blah, blah blah. And I just don't think it's a real. It's a movie that you know you don't gather around the water right, cooler. It's not at a work it's not and, a noodle scratcher. Like I yeah. I kind of stopped taking notes. You know, once they sort of took off, because then the the action sequence kind of takes yeah over. like what are you, you going to write like oh, and yeah, it's cool it's you know use of the missile you know? yeah and I but see I think what I like about it I've, I've always loved seeing future tech right? I love a movie yeah. that goes in the future like the the best part of Back mm. to the Future 2 when I was younger I've, mm. I've grown to appreciate the back half of it but I always liked when he was in 2015 <laughs> and you saw all the cool stuff that came yeah, in the future yeah, yeah. and I think this they carry that all the way through this film, like, you know, like with the ZF-1. Oh, I fucking and, love that gun. You know, like, there's there's always different and new stuff, like, that you're seeing in, yeah. this, in this alien world. Like, the that bomb that he pulls out and then counts to 10, sticks it to the roof. and That know, was just actually like, something that I really liked, yeah, because when he takes it out, he takes it out of the cylinder and you see the little and prongs, and then he throws it at me like, oh, what? They're hard. Yeah. It's, like, really exciting. Yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? Um. Yeah, even the the I like I really like that ZF that when I was a kid that the ZF one that that gun that falls out mm. that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Like, like I was just so in love with that thing, you know. Like, although, but I have a question. It's what does he say? He goes, "It's totally undetectable by X-ray," and I was kind of like, "I'm pretty sure you totally see that thing on an X-ray. <laughs> it's like full of steel and, and flamethrowers and yeah." But anyway, like yeah, like I say, we you could talk all day about. You know, oh, I really like this scene and I like that scene that's really cool but yeah it's not a you know you don't gather around the water cooler and yeah it's a pretty it, it's so. a pretty like A to B save the world adventure yeah hmm. which is why after, kind of like thing. after I made my choice I was man I was thinking about it hard and I'm just like oh do I really want to choose that and I'm like oh you know 
I've stuck. Yeah, I've already chosen. So it's. I don't yeah. think we're going to be the the first people in the world saying that every single film that we watch needs to be some emotional journey. True. This is hour and a half of enjoyment. Yep. It's good fun. It's yep. you don't get anything out of it. It's great. There are heaps of scenes in it where you. you you know, you talk about the like, you know, the guy wearing the thing on his head. Oh, the, that was gold. What's the cash? You know, and, and that guy, and but that's you know, it, it's it is what it is, yeah. and it's great. They do it really well. Like, yeah, it's yeah, a it's really brilliant. enjoyable film to watch from the start to the finish. It doesn't, it it doesn't. I don't think it falls down really anywhere. I think it's, yeah. I think it just flows really and nicely. It's such a complete, yeah, world and story. That yeah, I love getting swept away mm. in it. I was mm. reading, I was reading a lot about. I, I nerded up on it and read a lot about the model work. And all the model work is stunning. Oh, yeah. And it was like, what did I say? 80 people. It took 80 people five months of model work. And, nice. you know, it's just... And the and the detail that they went into, like, they made the models bigger so they could get more detail. Yeah, yeah. And there were all these things I was reading, like, um, some of the buildings in New York have, like, perspex over the front of them to suggest that particular buildings have been, like, turned into museum pieces oh. and preserved behind. Now, like... Get out of town. Oh, yeah, okay. mo- yep, you know, yep. like, the moment to catch any of that in the film is, is slim. But they but, didn't cheap out on it. But they That's didn't it. just, they like, they like oh, whack up a cardboard cutout and, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, all that detail is just so That's beautiful. That's brilliant, isn't it? Like, I read one that the, the digital... So all the... All, most of the buildings were model work mm. uh, or 2D glass matte paintings yep uh, and then all the cars were all digital work right and the animators were putting all sorts of crazy stuff in the background of these shots because there was like levels and levels and levels of vehicles and different yeah. kinds of cars so all the buses had like crazy um, particular serial numbers that all meant birthdays and all that sort of stuff oh yeah and in one of the shots oh it's the shot where uh, it pans across and you see the cop cars like the the six cop cars waiting. Oh, to just before they yeah, shoot yeah, up the yeah. cab. Yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. and I I rewound it, watched it again. I still didn't catch it because it's such a quick shot. But apparently, in the background, there's another cop car chasing another car, and there are like muzzle flashes going on in the Get background. Like there's a whole another car chase going on in the background that the animators put in. Mm. Luke Besson saw it in the dailies, and he's like, "That's cool. Leave that in. Like, That's cool. You know, ass. just like oh, all these tiny little things. And I, so I feel like this is more. Of a piece of art, yeah. Then you know, you just mm. you're straightforward. And that's that's movie. actually one thing I took away from Starship Troopers. Right, you go Starship Troopers. You go, <laughs> it's an interesting film. You know, like it's, it's, I love it. It's a great film. Um, it's dumb, but it's good. Dumb. It's dumb, but it's good. Dumb. But I, you know, it's I was, pretty I was smart watching though. how they yeah, how they made yeah. it. Um, and the 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 modeling. Like the each of those the massive spaceships in that is something like twelve feet long or something. Mm. Yeah, and they they took like a year or two years to make them. Like mm. they took this ridiculous amount of time, especially the ones that are all damaged and burnt out. Like each one of them is a separate model that they built, and the detail is unbelievable. You know, like you just watch it and you just go, ah, oh, look, it's just a CG spaceship, whatever. But when you actually stop to look at it, it blows you away. And it's, yeah. yeah, same with Fifth Element. Like there's all these awesome mm. bits in it. That's um, what is it that when they paint the glass? Yeah, the matte paintings. The matte, that's crazy. That blows me away. I was I was learning about uh, won't get too tech on it, but I was learning about um, chroma keying and things like that um, uh, for work, and uh, I was learning about what they used to do with it, with it well, and they still do with the glass painting, and it just oh, blew me away, absolutely mm-hmm. blew me away. But I won't get into it. So, look, I think I think it's probably worthy. We could probably start discussing. Um, I was just going to say one more thing. 
that I was surprised that at the start, another thing I didn't realize because, you know, when you're watching a film just for something to pass the time versus, yeah, for shits and giggles versus actually critiquing. So I didn't realize that uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier was the uh, costume designer for this film. Mm. Really? Really well-known fashion designer. And then, so I started noticing a lot of the costumes and they are spectacular. Absolutely spectacular in lots of ways. And I thought, oh, this would have had to have been nominated for best costume in Academy Award. No. Well, I, special I, effects only. And I went, really? Well, I watched. Wow. Um, what watched the hell a, movie came out with better costumes than this? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I watched, a, I watched a video about um, the, the Mondachuan. They're the big creatures yeah. at the start that have mm-hmm. the spikes and the, the, the duck face. The duck face, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I watched the a video anteaters. about them. Mm-hmm. The anteaters, yeah. <laughs> watched, watched a video about them and uh, the actors inside the suits, and they specifically needed people that were like six, at least six foot nine. Uh, so they needed these really tall people. But then the thing is, they. they the guy, the actors inside the suits, they couldn't see where they were going. They had a very, very small little monitor yeah. inside the suit um, that they were working with, and um, other than that, they were also on the radio. Like, so to film the scene where all the the Mondachuan characters walking in at the start, there's like six or seven of them walking mm-hmm. in. Apparently, that was a logistical nightmare. Yeah, well, trying to figure out you know, how to get kudos to the fact in. that they were actually dudes in suits versus just these mm-hmm. days just complete nutter CGI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were literal, yeah. you know, created things. I thought look, they were really cool. They were cool characters. They look, oh, they they look more like armadillos, really, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very, I, love um, that, I love that that whole whole conversation, you were just sitting over there going, <laughs> what, what, what animal that is? <laughs> Very, I'm not um, happy with that comment. Yeah. <laughs> Very skeggsy, sort of, you know, Dark yeah. Crystal sort of esque yeah, With the big shoulders. Oh, yeah, the big shoulders yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the, the hunchback so, and stuff. But, um, yeah, cool. yeah, so move, I think we should keep moving along. Well... It's, uh, I think it's time... For my favourite segment. Oh, yeah. Which is... Oh, shit. Podcasting a wider net. All right, keep it quick. I got one. I got one real good one, actually, okay. this okay. week. I'm going to... Was was there a lot for this? I'm thinking yeah, there were quite bit. a few. Yeah, I and then, yeah. look, I'm starting to get au fait with what I'm looking for. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's four blokes sitting in a room talking about the fifth element. That'll be the, you know... Yeah. All right, next. <laughs> I'm starting, you know, I want to find something interesting. Uh, so I found one, and I've listened to quite a few of these in the last last couple of weeks, just to like, you know, I'm really interested in this, and I'm and I'm getting into it. Uh, it's called the Heroine's Journey, uh, and it's a woman, and she gets guests on every week, and talks specifically about you know like particular women in the film. So this one's about Lilo. It's really cool. I've listened to a heap of other ones. She's done the Terminator series. The Jurassic Park episode was awesome. Mm. Um, she did the Alien series. Um, yeah, cool. it's really cool. It's called yeah. The Heroine's Journey. Check it out. Sure. Yeah, the girl, the woman that played Lilo, is she in anything else? I was actually going to ask this Mila before. Mila Jovich. What's yeah, she what she's she in heaps in? of stuff. She's in all the um, bloody Resident Evil films. I don't know. Oh, yeah. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, yeah. And it, oh, embarrassing that it escapes me. What else she's in? Oh, I've had a mental blank. I can say IMDb is good for this stuff. <laughs> she's not the run Lola run chick, is she? No, no, no. no, no she's no. the she's the girlfriend in of um one of the guys in Dazed and Confused. Oh yeah, okay, uh, sure. Um, with the guitar, yeah, yeah, with the guitar, long dark hair. Yeah. She's been in heap of stuff. Yeah, heap of stuff. Um, yeah. So came in at short this week. Came in short and precise. The yeah. heroine's journey. Check it out. Very good. Uh, I'm not sure if they're still making new episodes, but um, yeah, no, cool. it's good. Well, 
Well, we might as well get into our rating systems. Moving on to the sandwiches. Sandwiches, Slaney, your film, you start off. Uh, no, no sandwiches at all. No, I love this film. None. So, Brad? Yeah, no, nah, me either. None. Al? Nah, no, nah, no. Nah, like, I, I enjoy watching this. It's, it's a visual feast. I had enough <laughs> visual sandwiches watching this film. <laughs> to 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 not necessitate how, physical sandwiches. How freaking delightful! <laughs> um, I'd, what about yourself? I Tim? don't think so. Maybe half a sandwich, if Max. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, yeah it was. I didn't feel the need to get up or anything. So mm. I think that's pretty decent. Uh, so going on the San Dimas scale. Um, God, that's a tough one. Damn, I didn't think about. It. I was supposed to think about it beforehand, but uh, I did. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I wouldn't say... I'd say it's close to Bill and Ted, but I'd give it 90%. 90% of Bill and Ted's. Like, I really like this film, but I'd still... I think I'd go Bill and Ted's over it. So, fair enough. Timmy? Oh, we're going... Oh, we're going Ooh, this Reverse way. order. I was getting comfortable. <laughs> uh, 85, I reckon. Yeah, percent. Nice. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's up there. It's in the upper echelon of the... Um, but, um, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not on equal... Yeah, true. No, I agree. I'm like, I'm around 90, you know, nice. maybe a little bit more just because it's like, yep, I'll stick this on. I'd probably have a, a difficult time if you said which one Bill and Ted or Fifth Element. Yeah. Like, oh, mm. So, yep, 90-ish. Radio, probably. 90%. Break the mold here. I'm going to say 130. Oh! I really like this film. Nice. Yeah. I could watch this a lot. Nice. It's good. And yeah, nice. I'd probably choose this over Bill and Ted's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. How about that? Fantastic. I do think is what you said, Al, uh, uh, your wording of, I, I do think this film is, it's a piece of art. Yeah. Mm. It's, mm. yeah. And I think, you're right, I enjoyed it much mm. more this time mm. watching it for the show. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it's probably one of the first films I think I've actually enjoyed more critiquing it versus going back off previous watching and sitting there yeah. going, I mm. love this film. Now I can sit down and actually scratch a surface yeah. I think I enjoyed it more by scratching the surface because of things that you were saying so the the stuff in the background and the bits yeah. and pieces going on that hmm. didn't need to be there that were that made it better yeah yeah. no crazy cool. Wonka theories in this one <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean and that's really good that's I mean that, that I think our podcast you can almost call a podcast a success if you can go and watch a film because you know, you're almost forced to I guess uh, and then come out with you enjoy that film a bit more now. Mm. That's a win. Yeah. In my mm-hmm. book, you, so. look, you look at it in a different light too. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. It's, it's awesome. Brilliant. Well, uh, to, before we get on to... Where can, it, where can we find us? Yeah, well, I was about to do Oh, that. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> sorry. Um, appreciate you just butting in there. <laughs> I was going to say, before we, get, before we get on to, I think, Brad's yeah. selection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I totally Whoa. forgot about selecting another movie. <laughs> Um, Hopefully that episode works this time. Oh, yeah. It's too early. It's a sore yeah. point. <laughs> um, it, is a, it is a sore point because yeah. it was it was a good episode. I think was, one day, I think we should, we should revisit it one day. I yeah, would, yeah, love, yeah, look, I would love people to we'll go back. sort of retro retroactively go and watch Doctor Strangelove and, yeah. and write mm. in and tell us what they think because I'd love to hear. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. It got pretty deep in a lot of sections there, especially when we started talking about, you know, the main context of the film yeah. and it was also the first satire film that we've done too mm. yeah. anyway, anyway sorry Timmy oh. that's okay um, San Dimas School Film we're on Facebook we're on SoundCloud we're on iTunes we're on Podcast Addict we're Instagramming it at San Dimas Film we have the boss Twitter account yes <laughs> at SDSF pod we're, we're still on six <laughs> we're still on six oh. yeah. that's okay so it's, it's okay we've, we've plateaued we've <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, six is better than five. I like to think of it as the calm before the storm. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, you know. You've got to you've got to walk before you can crawl, That's right? right. So, <laughs> um, so, is there anything else? Um, anything worthy? No. We no, should. I'm re- just, you know excited. what? I'm gonna we'll, we'll plug we'll plug you. So, if get on Facebook and look up Al Oldfield Maker. Oh, thanks, yeah. buddy. So Al does Al does like some commission modeling and um, costume work and. All sorts of cool stuff. So thanks, man. Check him out on Facebook as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Um, the rest of us don't really do anything that's worth uh, checking us out on. So <laughs> not for personal benefit. Anyway. No, no. Anyway. No. So. Oh, da, da. Here we go. Oh my god! I'm excited. <laughs> what are we watching next episode, mate? Oh, it's definitely going to be more than thirty years old. I know it. <laughs> Hang on a sec. He's getting older and older. Yes, oh, it god. is. More than oh years no! Old. Oh yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. All right. So what we're going to be watching in next time? Is possibly the most unintentionally homoerotic film ever made. <laughs> what? Yep. Oh, I think I know what it is. Because, baby, you can take me to bed or lose me forever. Oh. We're going on a trip down the highway to the danger zone. Oh. We're doing Top Gun. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh <no>. yes. <laughs> My whole, I'm, I swear, I'm just going to talk about Scientology the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Have we done a Tom Cruise film? No, no, I don't think no. so. We've done films that Tom Cruise has redone, but that's uh, yeah, we haven't done, have we? No, have we? What? No, I'm just thinking back. I don't think we have. I don't think Tom Cruise redo because I'm thinking some of our fans. Oh, can we, let us we know briefly right discussed Oblivion. Briefly, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, Whew. awesome. I feel awesome. the need. The need <laughs> for Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, <laughs> fantastic. Well, thank you everyone again for tuning in. Tell your friends, please. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we'll see. You know next- what? Do what you want, man. We're having a great time. Yeah, yeah we're I mean that's the benefit <laughs> of this, isn't it? Like at the end of the day, this is gets good fun regardless. Yeah. So, um, but no, seriously, tell your friends. All right, <laughs> we'll see you next episode for Top Gun. Yeah. Catch you later.